and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God and Games podcast. Today is going to be a fantastic episode, and we have an exciting announcement for either when this episode releases, excuse me, or um, the following day, Sunday. You will be receiving, and I know I did update it last week, but this was kind of just like a get something new in the system, and I, I don't, because it's like, it's not my artwork, and I don't like have any copyright with it or anything, so I want to get that off the, off the podcast as quick as I can and throw something new on, so it is going to be my own original artwork going on for either when this episode releases or or tomorrow it just depends when i finish the podcast art and uh because i want to get this out to you guys um on saturday and i don't want it to be like insanely late on saturday so i hope you guys are looking forward to this i haven't updated the podcast art in a good while and um i also want to make sure i'm not doing any copyright because that is not good either so um this podcast art i hope you guys it was a cool picture and i'm like hey, you know what why not just throw that on there now looking back i'm like maybe that wasn't a great idea so we're taking off that old podcast or old podcast art and i'm going to be doing some original like legit legit gg garden games it's gonna not not just be like you know oh that's a video game like this is gonna be it's gonna have like g and g it's gonna it's gonna be cool and i hope you guys are ex- as excited as i am for for this brand spanking new podcast art and i hope you guys are ready for um just you know a new look to the podcast so i'm excited and i hope you guys are as well and today is going to be a fantastic episode even aside from the podcast art that only makes it all the better so i hope you guys enjoy today's podcast episode and without further ado let's get into the show Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Jesus Talk segment. Today is going to be a fantastic one where I'm bringing a verse that I feel like has really hit um, me just, um, it's it's really impacted my life in this past week and just kind of sharing some experiences exper- experiences with you guys um, as I just like, I read on this verse um, and just kind of meditate here on this verse and for you guys as well to read and meditate and kind of um, just have this verse like impact your lives because it's, it's a really, really big one um, that is really um honestly uplifting if you look at it um it like really just brings joy to your soul so um the verse is uh colossians 3 23 and this is in the new king james version i believe so it's uh just a short little verse but it says and whatever you do do it heartily as to the lord and not to men now, what this is talking about is, um, it, it actually can be applied and not just like one specific thing, you know, you think, um, and I know this was my thought, um, at first, like, you know, when you think of 
whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not to men, you'd probably think something like work or uh, like if you have a job or wherever you're working, do it for the Lord, not to men. And it is talking about that, but it's not just talking about work. It's talking about everything you do. And um, obviously it's excluding things that God tells us not to do, like idolatry and um, lusting, adultery, all of those bad things. It's, it's not saying, oh, do those for, no, it's not saying that at all. It's saying that those things that do bring God joy, which are things that beautiful things, God, that God, that God has created. And, um, it's saying like, as long as they're not of these things that God has said no to, it's saying whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Now, what does that, what does that really mean? Um, because when you think of your job, you think, well, uh, and I'm going to use just work for example, or even school, like you are working to, um, learn and grow and then ultimately show your teacher that you have learned and, uh, grown in like that knowledge or that skill. And, um, you may be like, well, how, how does this apply to the Lord? How, how can you do this for the Lord? And it's saying like, a lot of the times, especially in our jobs and for me in school, um, maybe not even the teacher, but more the students and more the social um, kind of structure of it and less of the academic st structure for me is it, a lot of it goes towards like I, I've seen that a lot of my en energy has gone towards trying to impress other people, whether it's um, friends or not friends or just people around me, um, teachers, staff, um, just everybody trying to impress them. And if you haven't ever tried to impress somebody, uh, it's exhausting and there is no benefit. You never get anything fully out of it. You're always left wanting more and empty. And um, for a lot of us, this can be the scenario in our uh, place of work or really in whatever we're doing. Um, I'll take video games, for example. Like if you're playing something and you're just doing it for the sake of getting whatever it is, or I just want to get this, this will make me happy once you get it, like it's not going to fulfill you at all. And you're just going to be left more and more empty school. You're working to do this assignment and either you get the right, uh, the grade you wanted and you just want a better grade or want to maintain that grade, or you didn't get it and you tear yourself down because you didn't hit that grade mark work. Maybe you had this job or task or assignment that maybe your boss gave to you and, uh, maybe you did do it, but the, um, the bosses, um, just kind of response to that wasn't what you wanted and you are now working harder to impress him or her or maybe you didn't hit that mark and your boss is upset with you and now you're like just really tearing yourself down this is so exhausting and this cycle of life is not at all beneficial for anybody um because the people who you're trying to oppress you tearing yourself down and that hurts them and then you're tearing yourself down because either you are trying to hit this unachievable goal or you haven't hit any goal and it's uh, you're destroying yourself because of that and what this is saying is whatever you do do it heartily and I um, so I looked up what heartily meant because I you know uh, I'm I wasn't I wasn't sure like I'd heard the word heartily before or but you know I, I just I, I wanted to I wanted to look it up see what it meant so I looked up the definition of heartily and it said like to be hearty so I'm like all right thank you so much thank you Siri for that so uh, let's see what hearty meant and it's 
meant uh, the definition of hardy is of a person or their behavior loudly vigorous, full of energy, full of passion, and cheerful. To be full of passion, full of energy, and to be cheerful. It, that's that's what this verse is saying here and some other words that could be used to describe it are heartfelt strong and healthy wholesome and substantial is the definition when used for food wholesome substantial filled filled it's saying that we are to be filled like we we are to be filled and wholesome substantial we are we are to be um you know with joy and energy going through our workplace or wherever we are so cheerful and filled up and you're like oh my goodness i want this so much but how do i get it and that's where you have to look to the next part of this verse as to the lord as to the lord and not to men so you guys we can really strive to pursue to impress whether it's bosses or teachers or students classmates friends co-workers we can strive to impress these people but it leaves us empty either we are tearing ourselves down because we have not met the standard we want to meet or we are tearing others down to continue to maintain the standard or we're tearing ourselves down because the standard is not enough. Either way, someone loses and it is not that no one is being filled. We are all ultimately just striving for this little sip of water when God is holding out a glass for us. We are to do it as to the Lord. See, guys, picture... Um, the Lord as he commonly refers to himself as the father and us as a child you see a child will draw a picture for their father and it's nothing but a bunch of scribbles and sometimes you can make a word or two out but ultimately it is just a mess and the child um, they bring it before the father with joy in their eyes and say see look i want you to have this i love you so much and i want you to have this drawing i made for you and the father isn't looking at it like oh, oh, oh this is just nothing at all oh my goodness you're not even coloring in the lines what is this no the father doesn't even care what the picture is of he only is filled with the joy of the child wanting to give this to him to the father he is filled with joy when he sees his child filled with the joy that the father brings so much that the child wanted to give the father this drawing guys the, the, the father god he does not care what we bring before him. He doesn't want it to be things of Satan, things of sin, but he does not care if it's quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad. He just wants us to strive after him to show, not to, to love him, to be filled with his love. And when we show him and bring him things that we've been working on see he assigns us daily tasks and gives us jobs he gives us all sorts of things in our lives and we when we say hey look at what i've made it fills him with joy not that he needs our joy but rather he is filled with our 
filled with joy as we are filled with his joy. It is just a cycle of joy as we present him with something that, though it is nothing compared to the beauties that God can create, he is so, uh, he's brought to so much joy because we are, we, we want to show him our love. He wants us to be filled with his love. And out of that love, we bring him things that we have made in this world and that he just loves that he wants us to be heartily in the workplace to have to be filled with joy and cheerful because of his love his love is what sustains us when we go running around with his love in our hands man we bring a whole new environment i've seen that in my school as i as the lord has filled me with his love and i have brought so many people to see not oh, that that is no that i'm sorry guys that Jesus has brought so many people to see the light, see his beauty, and he has used me through that. And it's just created a whole new environment that, I mean, we just didn't have before. And it's nothing, it's not like a substantial thing, but Jesus uses his love. When we are filled with his love, he uses us to bring life into these corrupt and sad and sorrow places that are just held by the devil, his grasp is broken and God uses us. So he says to to do whatever we do, do it heartily. Whether it's anything from video games to public speeches to school to assignments to jobs to tasks to even making a sandwich for your brother or sister. Do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Do not look to other people to satisfy the need that only God can satisfy. He wants us, not that he needs us, but he oh so dearly desires for us to be filled with his love and to show him how much his love has brought us joy, that this cycle of joy may bring such a beautiful, uplifting magical environment in our souls so ladies and gentlemen i'm going to pray us out before we move on to the next segment dear god thank you so much for um the people who listen to this and um just for this opportunity to be able to speak um to these people and i pray god that as they go into their work and into their schools and jobs and any tasks that they have that you have given to them i pray they will do it heartily that they will do it with joy and power and with strength and just with cheerfulness and that they will go in feeling wholesome living in your love and that you would just use them in all of these different places to bring this dark and evil world to the light of Jesus and to his joy. And I pray that they will just live and rest in your presence as it's hard. It is so difficult, um, but you are there. You are constantly there with us. And you're saying, look to my love, look to my joy and see my beauty. And God, when we do that, we are filled with your love. So I pray that in this week that we will just look to this joy and this beauty and that you will fill us as you promise you will with your joy and your love and that we as a child will show you this mess that we've created this beautiful mess and that we will just be filled with your joy not because of what we have done because we can accomplish nothing but because of what you have done for us. God, thank you so much for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this segment. And without further ado, let's get into the next segment. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Random Song of the Week with Paradise Gamers. Now, the song of the week this week is a song that I recently heard actually on the show The Voice, and it was by, uh, it was sung by an artist who I I can't exactly remember who. Well, not not the artist of the song, but rather the artist who sang it. Um, like on the voice. Uh, but it was a cool guy and he sang it. He got a fourth chair turn. Actually. Um, if you watch that show, um, it's like a cool thing where all the judges are like, I want you on my team. So he got that and, um, he sang the song and I'm like, man, I really like that song. So I, I tried to find it and I, I looked up what, uh, one of the words or one of the verses in the chorus as the title of the song. And I was listening to this to like an entirely different song. And I'm like, I, I kind of like the song, but I don't think this is the song. So I listened to that song for a while. And then I realized, hold up. I like looked up the performance. I'm like, that's not even relatively close to the song. I was listening to a pop song and it was a, uh, the song is a country song and it's, um, by Tim McGraw and it's called If You're Reading This. Now, this song is about uh, a soldier who went away to war and he basically sent this letter, uh, whether he wrote it beforehand or sent the letter, I'm not sure, but basically he died. And he's saying, hey, if you're reading this, like, I'm up in heaven and... Um, I'm not going to be here for all these memories. So it's a really sad song um, as you sing this. And the main chorus is like, lay me down. And uh, just like kind of got that cl classic country twang at the end of it. Um, but this is like just a really, uh, he's like saying, lay me down um, uh, in that. I think he says meadow or something out on the edge of town. And it's just like, just a really, really heartfelt song, and it really tugged at my heartstrings. And I'm like, man, I really like this chorus. So I started playing it on the guitar, and I, man, I just, I really, really enjoyed that song. So if you're someone who enjoys music, I, I highly recommend this song, Tim McGraw. If you're reading this, and yeah, I just felt like I'm not one who generally likes to listen to country. Like I just, I feel like I like like the old like cowboy uh, country, not like the pop country, uh, like. The songs that are like, you know, got the classic banjo go going, the acoustic guitar, stuff like that. But I'm not like a huge country person and I'm not a huge pop person either. Uh, but like uh, sometimes just there's just songs in those genres that I'm like, man, I really like that song. Uh, whether it's like an album, like I remember the Justin Bieber one, the Valentine's Day album. I'm like, man, I really like that album. And, or like this country song. It's just like, you know, sometimes you just got those random songs like, man, I really like that song a lot. So if you are looking for a song to listen to and um, maybe like more of that heartfelt song uh, type of genre with a little country. Well, actually, it's mainly country, but um, lay me or not lay me down. That, that's what I thought the name of the song was, but it wasn't. <laughs> uh, if you're reading this by Tim McGraw is a fantastic listen. So that is the random song of the week with Paradise Gamer. And I hope you guys enjoyed on to the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another one of our fantastic 
um, excuse me, mini segments in our GG God and Games podcast episode. And in this segment, it's going to be a little bit of a different segment. It's not going to be like one where it's like got a cool title. It's just going to be gaming adventures with paradise. And the gaming adventure that I'm going to be talking about this week is one that actually happened week prior, but excuse me, it was on a Sunday, so like, you know, it was basically, it was basically the same week, you know, whatever, uh, but um, it was close enough, so I'm going to be talking about an experience that uh, we did, we did um, just as like, we have like this kind of destiny raid group that we get together, and we, uh, we always will, uh, or not always, but what we try to do is get six Xboxes, and we were able to get six Xboxes, six TVs, all hard, hardwired together in uh, one basement, which is generally our basement, um, just because we have um, like pretty some already hardwired Xboxes, so we get them all hardwired, and we do a raid together. And this past week, I think we've we've attempted raids probably a total of three times. We've attempted three raids ever, and two were Scourge of the Past, and the most recent one was Deepstone Crypt. And the two, we failed both times on the final encounter um, after going for, I think, both around eight hours. And this one, Deepstone Crypt, eight hours. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. We started around 2.45-ish and ended at 8.30, like somewhere in that zone. So it was not... Um, it was not like the full uh, eight hour experience. It was actually shorter and we beat it. We actually legit beat the raid and literally we have never beat a raid before. We were like the worst group and we finally did beat one and it was on the final try of the night. We we're like, uh, even though it wasn't a general consensus, we were like, all right, this is probably going to be our last try on Tanix the Abomination. And man, oh man, we beat it and we were so excited. One of the guys who was in there, he had a paper due um, that night and he was like, yeah, he like stood up. He was like, yeah, I didn't leave the chair. Like, cause he had said he would not leave the chair until um, we'd beaten the ratings. Like, I didn't leave the chair till we beat it. And obviously, you know, to get snacks, you know, like there was, there was some great there. He's like, yeah. And then he just left. He's like, I got to get my paper done. He just, he just booked it out of there. So it was a fantastic time. And we, we never beat one. And it was just so, so fun to beat it. And, um, like, uh, I'll just kind of give you a brief rundown. Uh, the first uh, encounter, like, uh, with the frostbite, we nailed that one pretty hard because we had attempted it. Actually, no, we've, We've done four raid attempts, and two of them, Deepstone, two were Scourge. The first three were all fails, but this one we succeeded. And the week before, we got to Atrax, but uh, because of some like different situ situations, it kind of just fell apart, and we didn't uh, get super far. Um, but the like Frostbite was easy. We had we had that one down. Crypt Security, same, just had that one down. We got to Atrax, and we were on Atrax for a little bit, but like we kind of we had the mechanic down pretty well, and it was just it was a nice flow and then eventually we got it and we were we were pretty excited about that one because like a is like it's a tough one like out of all of them 
Uh, I've heard it said that it's the hardest one, but I, I feel like Tanix and Atrax are kind of in the same realm. A Atrax is just a little bit more fast paced. Tanix, you kind of have some time. And then you have the, like, uh, I'm not really sure what it's called, but basically you're in Tanix spaceship. And we, we like first try, like just did it. It was super easy. Um, because you know, that one, you're not depending on anybody for any damage. You're just, it's simply purely mechanics. And that one we just got down. It was really quick and easy and we were that was a nice momentum booster into tanix which that one kind of kicked our butt a little but once we kind of got it down we just we like had the mechanics down with tanix but it was more just kind of the execution or not even the execution more just like you know sometimes if if you have done deep stone crypt and gotten to tanix or and it's also a mechanic in the uh in the tanix spaceship part with the nuclear cores like when tanix would put the the core carriers in a bubble sometimes like two core carriers would get in one bubble and like you would just be in a really tough situation or uh people would pick up the wrong bomb or stuff like that or take it to the wrong place or two people are going to one place um but like once if we had a run without kinks it was like really really nice and then another uh, hard thing was damage because we did not have divinity we did not have anarchy i believe like four out of the six had xenophage which was kind of a it was almost a constant throughout the entire raid to be running xenophage just because it's so nice on crypt security and um atrax's swords are better for atrax and then uh with with no damage um for tannic spaceship it was really um uh it was but it was really really nice on um tannic the abomination but man we were just like you know, we were yelling like, go, 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 go on that. Like very final where, uh, Tanix is just like teleporting around, um, to the different sides. And then, you know, a roaming super was cast and we had him so low. And then we finally got him. Cause we, I think we got into that place two other times and we just, we couldn't get it. And then we finally got in man. We we're like, yes, it was, it was fantastic. But yeah, it, the raid run was super, super awesome. And we just had a great time. So if you've never done crypt security, um, or not <laughs> crypt security, deep stone crypt, crypt my bad um i really recommend if you do if you do have a team and you you just kind of you like that additional challenge and i feel like the me mechanics are really fun and when it's like six dudes all in a basement you know with like snacks and stuff it's, it's just a fun experience um so uh just being able to do that communication especially when it's people you're f familiar with so um i highly recommend trying out deep stone crypt or really any raid raids are really really cool pieces of content in destiny 2 maybe i should have started with that i mean i kind of assume that everybody knew that that was destiny 2 my bad guys yes destiny 2 raid deep stone crypt is uh what uh, we as a team accomplished last Sunday. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that segment and without further ado, let's get into the final segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the final segment of the GG God and Games podcast. And today, instead of going over a video game, we are going to be going over a upcoming TV show that I'm specifically excited about. And um, it is one uh, that if you guys are Marvel fans, you guys may be looking forward to as well. And no, it is not um, Captain or Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, <clears throat> that one's just, you know, it's pretty, it's super close, and I just feel like, um, 
it, it not much speculation can be done especially i i, I feel like i want to do something that's a little bit further out and that piques my in, interest just a little bit more i mean but i am i'm super duper excited for uh the falcon winter soldier to release next friday and it is going to be a blast but in today's episode we are going to be going over a different series and that is the loki series now when this is going to be released is unknown the only date we have is 2021 so it is going to be within the year and if they follow kind of what they've been doing with or at least what they did with wandavision captain falcon or falcon winter soldier um it's going to be pretty short after um falcon winter soldier is all wrapped up um is when this is going to launch um so if that is what they're going to follow for uh the like you know uh what they're doing for their series if they're going to like keep that kind of a consistent thing or if they're going to do something completely different we don't know but what we do know is kind of a vague idea of what the show is going to be about now they released um uh december 10th sometime uh around there they released a trailer of this show and we hadn't had much but uh, much like footage of this except like there was like one like second clip of tom or of loki in like a prison like outfit saying i'm gonna like burn this place to the ground or something like that um so like we didn't have much but then december 10th uh 2020 sometime around there they released uh, a trailer for the loki series and this was super exciting got many 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 people hype because this this is going to be it's going to be a great series and i'm super excited for it and um i'm just going to be kind of doing a trailer breakdown like slash my speculation on uh what like what i think of this and um just like the the coolness that that is this trailer so um it starts off it shows us that we're following a different timeline than the one that has kind of been like the main timeline and this is a timeline in the marvel universe in which loki escapes with the tesseract from uh the original like avengers movie where they're like fighting all the aliens and he's uh like all chained up but like he gets away with the tesseract instead of not getting the tesseract so he gets away and he like transports to this like um place with like a ton of sand and he's in sand and he sits up and uh he sits up and like there's like these people that approach him and they're like they they're like in what seems like very warm dressed like like they're like winter outfits not like outfits you'd be wearing in the sand and they approach him and then it kind of it cuts to this uh scene where um he's in this elevator going down and it's like this really like elaborate elevator you got all these lights and there's like gold everywhere but it's not like a like a royal gold it's like i don't even know what kind of gold but uh he's in this elevator and he's talking with this guy and uh he like you know he seems he seems like a pretty nice guy but he's like trying to figure out where in the world is he and loki is also it seems like this guy knows of loki's reputation so he clearly he's not too far off or maybe loki is just like uh very well known throughout the universe that could also be the case that probably is the case but he like has them all like uh he's got like those fancy like technology um 
like handcuffs and like the cuff around his neck and he's like in a prison outfit so definitely not like a friendly visitor and uh he's basically like trying to figure out where in the world he is and apparently he's in this place called the tva and it like cuts to this weird scene of like uh this like sorcerer who like lights a bunch of fire and there's this like knight trying to get this candle but then he he doesn't get the candle and i'm i'm interested to see um like where this goes uh like cuz it's like got this kind of like medieval side to it almost it seems um from that like part of the footage and like it it didn't really show much other medieval like stuff at least in that um within the first portion so it like it just randomly cut to this and it kind of almost looked like doctor strange esque um here excuse me i got to get a drink of water Ah, there we go. So it had like this Doctor Strange kind of vibe to it, but it seemed a little bit more medieval and a little less like sorcerer because the guy was like in his classic medieval armor and stuff like that. So I, I'm really interested to see um, if this is going to like have a major tie into like Strange and Multiverse of Madness or if this is just going to excuse me kind of be like its own like little uh thing but it seemed like there could be a possible tie in there with like uh the sorcerer stuff like that and uh it almost it almost looks like the um it looks like maybe i don't know this is like way out there but the one the the guy who's going to be the bat one of the bad guys in the next uh doctor strange movie um, I forget his name, but he was like, he was close with Dr. Strange, but he like got upset with Dr. Strange cause he like used the time stone wrong. And then he like started taking people's, uh, like powers away. And that was like kind of his, like, oh, I'm going to rule the world because you know, there's too many wizards or stuff like that. And so it could be this guy, like this is way out there cause you know, it's dark and stuff like that. But there's a possibility that that could have some tie in there. And then we realize that the organization is called TVA. So I'm not sure what the significance is here. If it's something like sword, uh, from WandaVision, but TVA is what, uh, this, like this organization seems to be, that's like holding him. And they have like these three, they almost look like, um, like statues of like, I don't know, like gods or something like that, that are like centerpieces, but it's very modern looking. It's not like a, the statues aren't necessarily modern looking, but like around it, it looks modern looking. So it looks like a civilized, um, like multi-god, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, like, uh, multiple gods, like society, um, but it like very modern and civilized is what the TVA seems to be like. And it, and then they show like this clip where it shows like the Avengers and uh, like Loki's like, ugh, like kind of making that face at him. And it almost looks like they're like trying to figure out who Loki is and like, why is he here? And like stuff like that as Loki's sitting there and they're trying to like figure out who in the world are you? So, it seems like they're a very intelligent society and um and then it like cuts to this weird scene where we see loki in like this uh like business suit and like some security guards approaching this uh guy in like a a store or something like that and um not really sure like a lot of this is like really 
Like, I have no idea what what in the world this is because, you know, we just don't have a lot of context for uh, the series yet. But I am excited to see, like, how they play into, like, um, like just because, you know, you go from, like, they have some, like, space scenes to, like, some very modern-looking scenes and, like, how this all ties together. I, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see how everything all ties together. And then and then there's this really weird part that I, I can't quite understand uh, but they're like in this what looks to be like a chapel and there's like some I don't even know looks like it like some like devil head on like like a I, I'm not even sure but they're like in this chapel and uh, I feel like it's going to be something like a um, like a utopian sort of like society like where uh, like something like you know you're 1984 yeah it's like this like really interesting stained glass and there's this guy from the beginning who's handing like uh this woman something or uh, something like that but like i i wonder if it's going to be something like a like a utopian uh like really interesting society like that where like loki kind of breaks the norm and they're like trying to figure out what in the world is this uh, or maybe utopian isn't the right word i'm not sure but like one of those futuristic societies that is like super corrupt or something like that. But, and then like Loki breaks this norm and he's like now trying to break them or some like that. Cause that, that would be pretty cool if they did something like that. But yeah. So, and then it like cuts to these, like there's this like really weird space scene. And then we see like, uh, well, there's this one scene where Loki's like twirling some daggers at these people who he seems to not like. And then there's a space scene with this woman like sitting in this like purple space area. She almost looks like a black widow. Um, since this might've been around the time of, uh, Avengers, I I'm not sure how much time there is between Loki and the Tesseract and him landing on this random planet or wherever he is. And so it could be Black Widow potentially, but that that's just from like a distant glance. And then we see Loki in this, um, uh, what looks like, cause I see a building in the background that looks like Stark tower, but like it, everything's destroyed. Like every, like the Avengers tower, like everything's decimated. Loki's like standing up in the middle of this place. And then there's this cool scene where Loki is actually here. Hold up. I'm going to go back to that. Um, the, the whatever the that that was a really interesting uh where he like stood up in this like decimated city like if he's like somehow visiting like these uh maybe he's even going through different timelines or stuff like that like this is the timeline or because this is a different timeline we get to see what happens uh to the city and from the looks of it it didn't look too good if that was stark uh tower or the avengers tower it looks like things didn't end too well. So being able to see what happens um, in these different timelines, if this is what that is, will be really interesting. And then it cuts the scene on the plane where he's like, like looking all smug on a plane uh, and he's just like chilling out there. And then we get a bunch of like quick action scenes. So I'm not going to like cover each and every one in detail, but so he's sitting on a plane and he's like looking all smug. And then it goes to like, there's like this like space, like rocket shooting at that like purpley what i'm assuming is that purplish planet um and there's like rocket shooting at it and then we see loki's running and then it uh shoots the scene where he's like fighting this guy in the store 
Um, and I think he just got destroyed there, but it's like shooting between all these like Loki fighting scenes, which, you know, makes sense. And then, uh, we just, we see Loki playing a lot of different roles here. We see him playing like this, like businessman in, uh, like where he's in the like plane and he's like looking all sharp and, uh, and then it like goes to the scene where it looks like he's in a jailbreak and another one where he's like fighting in this grocery store. It's it's all over the place. But this is really interesting to see like how Loki's playing all these different roles. And it's like classic Loki, you know, playing all sorts of different people, um, ultimately trying to get what he wants. And we're not really sure what he wants um, in this scenario, but it's likely that we will find out. And then he says something about uh, like my brother and someone else better be ready. And then he like jumps out of, out of a plane and then gets sucked into the Bifrost. And I feel like that is going to be super interesting because if this is truly a different timeline, then we get to see what happens to Asgard. If it's like Asgard got blown up or it didn't get blown up, but like there's so many different things that could go with that as well. So to wrap it all up, Loki is a fantastic, actually, I'm not sure, but I, I'm really, really excited for the Loki series and uh, to, just to see um, how Disney does this one because, you know, WandaVision was like, people weren't really sure and it ended up being like a really cool, like suspenseful kind of story. Um, and then Loki already looks cool and mysterious and suspenseful. So to see what... Um, what Disney is going to do with that. I'm just, I'm really excited. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Sorry, guy got it out so late. Um, this was just my bad, just poor, poor planning on my part. So, um, I think I may move it to where like I'm recording episodes on Saturdays, but I'm pushing them out to you on Sundays just so that, you know, I, I just, it to say that it's coming out on a Saturday and then releasing it at, um, well, um, literally almost midnight and with time change, basically one o'clock in the morning. Like that's just not fair to you guys. So I'm sorry. That's my bad on my part. And I'm going to change that in the future, but look forward to some new podcast art tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm going to be pushing that out tomorrow and I hope you guys are excited about that. So thank you so much for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic week and just remember, look to Jesus. He fills you with this hope and do everything not for men, but for the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Peace.